Stephen Jill here. Guten Tag. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about wholesaling houses versus wholesaling mobile homes. I have a lot of questions. Go ahead. I will have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> the theme, is it is it more different or more uh, similar than we think? It is more similar, uh, but you know what the secret is here? I'd love to know. It's how to identify these properties um, using data so that you can send out a real specific mailer because sending out, it's like a hybrid. Mobile homes are like a hybrid between land and houses. Right. So it takes a little bit of uh, information and finesse to get the correct mailer in the mail to yield results. So that's, it's not really a land mailer, it's not really a house mailer, but it works. Yeah. I would like to know where, where, how you're doing it, so we'll get into this, I'm sure. Before we get into <laughs> it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Ellie asks, how can you find mobile home property that is owned and not leased like in a mobile home park? Okay, so she's saying, you think it's a she? I think so. I think it is. She's asking the very essence. This is exactly what this is all right. about. Um, in fact, let's get into it right now. Today's topic, wholesaling houses versus mobile homes. This is why you're listening. All right, give us the, give us the mobile home background and, and what, what everyone needs to know. Okay, great. So we all know houses, uh, stick-built houses, and you can visualize one. Right. Mobile homes are a little bit more complicated, but incredibly profitable. And it's, it's actually worth lear learning. Right. There's a several types of mobile homes. There are the kind that are, are in a mobile home park where you own the mobile home as the resident, but you lease the land, usually three or 400 bucks a month, sometimes, maybe sometimes less and you pay for utilities and the whole thing, uh, just like you would with a house. There are mobile homes where, in a park, just like you can picture uh, what I just described, but you actually own that postage stamp size piece of property. Those are not that common, mm -hmm. but they exist. And then there's the mobile homes that we all love as investors, where it's an acre of property or it's in a community, but it's all been subdivided the same way a regular house subdivision would be done, mm -hmm. but they allow them for mobile homes. Right. Everybody wins here because the mobile home owner gets to live in a house that's incredibly inexpensive to live in, very affordable, right. and they get the benefits of owning the land, right. which is, and the, the tax Huge. benefits. It's usually a, a from a, a property tax standpoint, much more affordable right. to, to live there. So, I mean, mobile homes for us as investors, are great things to get into in mobile home land specifically because it's it's so much more affordable and therefore so much more sellable. So how do you how do you seek out and find the individual types? There's Please. there's two ways. This is a great question. A mobile home park where they just rent uh, spaces to people who own mobile homes is one APN, and it'll be zoned that way. So if you're looking at a huge amount of data in DataTree or in RealQuest or wherever, you're looking for something that's designated or zoned as mobile home park. Check, you don't want to do that. Unless you're a mobile home investor, and that's fine. Mobile home park investor. So we're done with that. You'll see uh, for mobile, the second type that I described where there's tiny little postage stamp APNs, you'll see a lot of different mobile home APNs with a very specific designation for zoning. In a, in a data set. That's one way. If you're a spatial person like me, 
it's really easy to go on realtor.com or redfin.com and kind of horse around and click around until you find a bunch of mobile homes for sale right. and see which kind they are. Right. There, now you've got a couple of zip codes you can work with. And so you're kind of like a, you know, like a private investigator. You have to research it. You've got a few zip codes to work with. Now you can go into DataTree or RealQuest or wherever, whatever you prefer and take a look at these um, zip codes and the specific zoning types. And you'll see that there's usually just one zoning type and then research a few, boom, you got yourself a mailer. I would like to interject something here real quick. Welcome to my world. Because <laughs> this is what happens. He goes in his office to do some research, and he comes out three days later. And this is what's going on. Yeah. So it, it's so you either love this, you either you either love the investigative part, you love this research part, you love some you love traditionally you're here because you love something about this business. I love this part. That's the thing, and then and that's what you love the most. It's, isn't that funny? So I like getting I like getting the. The, the purchased and done and, and in our inventory, the sales I could care less about, which you think I would love it because I'm a salesperson, you know, just by birth, you know. <laughs> but uh, I know how it's gonna play out because I know how we buy them. But it's so funny that, so you, you, the, just explaining who you are and what goes on to this, you, you make it sound easy, Steven, by the way, but for some people it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. But you can figure this out too, so thank you. Yeah, so I mean, and then you then you want to send a mailer. So that, what's the difference between wholesaling these house, houses and mobile homes? So now the mailers and you've got this data set, let's say, of two or three zip codes, and you know which properties are you hone your data set down into just mobile home properties that have land that's associated with it. Really, your data set doesn't even include the actual mobile homes because that's not real estate. True. It's a it's the a legal equivalent to a car, right? So you don't really know if these properties have mobile homes on them or not. In fact, I think we talked about this earlier this week, or maybe it was on the other show. Right. So you have a choice. I mean, you have to really send out a mailer, and you have to decide how you want to price it. Right. And I always price it as if there were no mobile home, no mobile home on there at all. It was just the dirt, right. and it's mobile home ready to to build. So, and that seems to work great. Because chances are there's some really old mobile homes in the, where you're sending this mail to, and that's who's going to respond. If somebody already got there and took a mobile home off, you know, wiped it clean and put a new one on, they're, they're, they're either going to not respond to your mailer or they're going to say, you know, man, you're way off. You know, right. I, I just did what you're probably trying to do. Exactly. So that's really the, my end comment here is, is the end game for you is to either flip that piece of land to somebody who's going to drop a new mobile home on there or do it yourself, you know? And so now all you, you could, as an investor with this House Academy program, become a very profitable and simple version of a developer. Mm-hmm. It's too easy it to is. knock an old mobile home off of its foundation and drop a new one on there. Right. With no zoning changes, uh, a couple permit requirements, and some, you know, gets, getting to know a mobile home dealer themselves. Based on this topic, wholesaling houses versus mobile homes, which do you like better? I like a combination of both. I'll uh-huh. tell you the average price on the mobile home deal that I described is a lot. Mm-hmm. Average profit margin is, uh, you know, can be fifty to 80000 bucks in the right market. But it takes, there's a lot more moving parts. You need a, a contractors are involved in stuff. So it's not, um, after you've done a 
wholesale successfully uh, as an investor resold a bunch of houses to somebody whether they're a, a a, you know, a landlord or a flipper uh, or a renovator. Mm-hmm. I think it would be logical to explore mobile homes, but I wouldn't start out of the box with that at all. Exactly. Thank you. Hey, we know your time's valuable. Thanks for spending it with us uh, today. Join us next time for another interesting episode. And we answer your questions posted on our online community at houseacademy.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. That was good. Good. Good Friday. Good shows. Good yeah, week. I'm exactly. glad. We're finding our groove. It's good. And I'm and again, I really want your feedback. So please let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want more, what you want less of. And if you have a question, of course, put it in our online community. And most importantly, wherever you are listening or wherever you are watching, please subscribe and rate us there. We're, We're Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>